0: Hey there, welcome to Bridging, your Christian podcast that engages religion, culture, ethics, and science. I am Vandiola Batista, your host. In this new series, we are exploring the core tenet of Christianity, which is foundational to every belief and practice. The most popular Bible verse you need connection to Is the first episode of this series entitled Underrated Love. Have you ever thought at some point in your life that you knew someone or something, but uh, in reality, you didn't? You see, the time was right and a personal struggle would literally influence millions. He entered the game as usual, but that time, something was different. It didn't take long, though, for the cameras to cut him. And Tim Thibault had written John 3.16 below his eyes during that collegial game in 2009. That led several millions of people to investigate its meaning and know what it says. The number, according to Google, gets to 94 millions of people. You see, this biblical verse summarizes the core of Christianity but surprisingly was little known to millions of people watching the game and you know have access to the internet and giggled it team we we cannot deny it influenced those people to pay attention to what many consider and in reality I believe them to be accurate, the most well-known verse in the Christian world. I'm confident that most Christians just need to hear 3.16 to immediately connect to John 3.16 and know what it says, even though I get to recognize as well that my non-Christian friends might not be as acquainted with the christian scriptures creatures as the Christians are, of course. Yet, the seriousness and the implication of such a love are behind comprehension and, and several times overlooked and, and, and not really understood properly in its exploration behind this simple Google search. The book of John has the earliest manuscripts of the Bible dating to the first half of the second century. And the diversity of copies gives reliability to the report we found in that in that book. John 3.16 reads, For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son, that whoever believes in him should not perish, but have everlasting life. I invite you to reflect on John 3.16 and share your experience and findings in the comments. But before we can grasp it a little more fully, we need really to answer a question. What's the context of that biblical verse? John's gospel started with a mystery. A person is identified with God, and in developing this character, John links him with the Messiah to come. And consequently, he is connected to Jesus and the one in the beginning with God. It is evident in John 1 18, as, as we read, no one has ever seen God, the only God who is at the Father's side, he has made him known, a reference to Jesus. But a first century human God puzzles the reader, that's, that's impossible. But John points to his miraculous powers and supernatural abilities like no other at the time. And... Frankly, like no other at any point in history, and that was a means to support his own claim, John's claim about his um, divinity, and that is significant because um, in verse thirteen, John uh, three thirteen, he says that no one has ascended into heaven except he who descended from heaven, the Son of Man. And if that is true, everyone should pay attention to what John has to say. But, however, that doesn't happen with Nicodemus and Nicodemus' disbelief. Jesus then is compelled to summarize the purpose of his coming to earth in John 3.16. Nicodemus was up to a fight and comebacks. He would not let Jesus get away so easily and too quickly on his claims. And, and pressing for answers, uh, Jesus presents the requirements to enter the kingdom of God. Nicodemus' own concern. That was what Nicodemus wanted to know. And we can see that report in John 4. To believe and to be baptized is a new birth, a new beginning. That was The assurance to enter in the kingdom of God, to believe and to be baptized. Nicodemus' strategy doesn't work after all. As a first century Jew, he realized he misunderstood hope. Then he faces a difficult choice to accept change of his own ideologies and, and beliefs or to deny that same uh, reality that he was encountering. You see, there is hope for a better reality. No matter what personal struggles you are going through, you can have a new beginning in Jesus when you experience belief and baptism. Think of just one thing you need a fresh start. Now write it down. I'll give you a couple of seconds. Just think about one thing you need a fresh start, and I'll just write it down. When you have the answer, write below it "new beginnings in Jesus," and let's that be our prayer. So, moving forward, we need to ask: How did Jesus and Nicodemus get here? I hope you found value in this episode. If you did, subscribe so you're notified when episodes are made available. And also check Bridging on YouTube and Facebook for additional resources. You can support Bridging with your talents or resources. Ask us how. Bridging to live to the fullest.